everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. Just because one chapter may be coming to a close, it doesn't mean that your story is ending. Keep turning the pages. The story is still unfolding. I love this quote so much because it gives us a choice. It poses that opportunity for us to have a choice to continue to write the pages of our next chapter or to wallow in the chapter that's coming into a close and wishing that it could have been different. Today, that's what we're going to talk about. These last couple of weeks have been all about navigating better managing, understanding, accepting, uh, kind of just like a mini series of me going through a large healing process based off of a situation that happened about a month ago. And it's been an incredible journey, even though it's been really hard. And now I feel like I'm stepping into this new chapter with a whole new perspective. And with that, I wanted to share how I'm stepping into that new chapter. If you feel like Maybe you're in the same situation, in the same boat, or maybe you're trying to find the courage to take that first step, to want to flip the pages and start writing what's next for you. So we're going to talk about that. But first, let's go ahead and talk about the talk of the week. Yeah. Uh, Happy Halloween, you guys. How fun is it that Taco Tuesday falls on Halloween? In fact, you guys, guess what I am for Halloween? No, I am not a taco. In fact, I am Taco Tuesday. Yeah, whatever that means, you can <laughs> you can determine that for yourselves, but it's literally a shirt that says Taco Tuesday. So you're welcome. It's like the shirts that say this is my Halloween costume. That's kind of how I feel about it. And I feel really good about it. It's up for interpretation. So I uh, feel good about the Halloween costume, but let's talk about the Halloween taco. You know, it it could have been fun to do something that was more on the savory side and sort of switch it up for people that are going to Halloween parties. I don't know. It's a Tuesday night. I don't know who's doing that as an adult. Uh, But if you are, that's fun. I I hope that maybe you can, you know, use this recipe at some point uh, because it's not a savory one. It is actually a candy-based one. No, I did not get a bunch of high fructose corn syrup-based candy and put it on a taco. I made a healthy version of a caramel apple taco. Y'all, freaking delicious. Go and at least get how to make the caramel apple dip. It was freaking good. So freaking good. And what I loved about this is it was super simple. And if you're having like a craving, this is a fun way to curb it in a way that feels better than obviously eating 10 pounds of gross processed candy. All right. That's the, that's the, uh, that's the taco. So let's move on from that and let's move into the next chapter, shall we? Which is stepping into your next chapter, the conversation around doing as such. Um, there's some sort of an order to this. I'm just going to let a lot of this conversation flow. But the first thing that I want to say about stepping into your next chapter is for me, as I've been navigating this healing journey, there has been some moments where I'm like super high and I am like, I feel so confident in where I'm going. And then the next day it feels like I am so low to the ground and incredibly emotional. So none of this has been linear whatsoever. And so if you feel like 
in order to fully heal or better yet to fully step into the next chapter, you can't have any of those low days. I want to give you the permission to tell you that, yes, you can. (laughs) And you're allowed to. And it's a part of healing. It is a part of being a human being. It's a part of living life and living life to the fullest. I know that for me, my biggest struggle is I don't like to not live life in a joyful state because I want to live whatever days I have left to the fullest. But one thing that I recognize is living to the fullest is experiencing the full spectrum of human emotions. And that includes sadness and frustration and anger, because if we didn't have those, then on the flip side, we wouldn't have joy and happiness and all of these other amazing things that we absolutely love to live within. Um, and if there's anything that I've learned, it's that the opposite end of the spectrum, such as the frustration and sadness and anger, uh, it teaches you so much when you're in those states, if you choose to see it as that. So all of that to say that there was a moment this last week where I just felt like I was lost. I was like, I don't really know what to feel. Part of me feels kind of numb. Part of me doesn't know where I'm going or what's next. And it was slightly terrifying. Like, okay, I'm starting to feel better. I'm starting to feel good about my next steps and the decisions I'm going to make in the future and the actions I'm going to take. But I feel so lost as far as like, just what's what's next? What's to come? Like, I, I almost don't even know how to explain it because, you know, you're just there. You're just existing. And it's not a bad place to be. And I want to share with you that it's okay that you feel lost. It's not because you're doing anything wrong or that you're broken. It's because you've never been here before. In fact, I posted a video, a reel um, on Monday that was talking about it's okay to not only feel lost, but just know that you're also not lost. Like, you're just in this new stage of life where the current you is getting ready to connect with the future you. And this phase of discomfort is the best and biggest and most incredible learning opportunity if you take it as that. So don't feel afraid to feel lost. In fact, just remember that you aren't lost. You're just learning how to navigate the the new territory and you're learning a bunch of new things. And so give yourself a little bit of grace. Walk through this first part of your next chapter with an open heart and an open mind, knowing that there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, there's going to be moments where you're like, I don't even know what I'm feeling. And that's okay. But every day is a learning opportunity and you get the chance to be aware of it and reflect on it and use that information as data to carry you into the next page of your chapter, right? So that's the first thing that I want to say is feeling lost is normal. uh, And it doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong because I know it felt like that for me. Uh, The next thing that I want to share about stepping into your next chapter is being really conscientious of what meaning you are associating to things and being clear in the meaning that you're associating to certain things as you enter into this new phase. And I want to take a step back and also think about like, how you're thinking about, how you're describing the stories that you're telling yourself in your head around the last chapter, how it came to a close, the things that you learned, the things that happened, certain experiences, right? What meaning did you leave and associate with those certain things? Because I know for me, if I'm leaving this chapter as like, God, that was the hardest chapter of my life. I never want to feel that way again, but that, 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 like, I feel like I am selling myself short and I am not looking at all of the beautiful things, whether they hurt or not, 
that came out of that chapter. And so go back and redefine your last chapter. Obviously not in a way to make it seem like it was just all rainbows and butterflies and nothing's ever wrong. Like it's okay for things to suck. It's okay for things to hurt. But what did you learn? Who did you become? What was the gift that the universe gave you through what trials and tribulations that you went through? So give yourself a meaning that inspires you to start taking really positive and productive steps in your next chapter. And then now it's thinking, okay, forward moving or even in your current state, like, how, what meaning am I associating to the steps that I'm taking right now? Is it like, oh my gosh, I'm barely surviving or are you freaking thriving? Are you giving yourself grace or are you totally just bashing on yourself all the time? Think really carefully and intentionally about how you're going to talk to yourself through this experience and think about it in a way of maybe your best friend has just gone through something. How would you talk to her? Talk to yourself as if you were your own best friend, okay? So just be really clear on the meaning that you were associating to certain things both in the past and as you go into this next chapter to make sure that you're setting yourself up with the best mindset possible, knowing that it's okay, again, to be sad, to be hurt, to not be okay 100% of the time, but that those things are teaching you something, that they're all productive feelings and not like the woe is me. Does that make sense? I hope it does. As if you can answer back to me. Uh, But oh, the last thing that I, I wanted to share here is meaning then creates emotion, which then creates how you experience life. And so that's why it's so important for you to really go back and do these things. So if you weren't already sold already, that's the reason why I'm sharing this little tip for you. The next thing I want to share around stepping into your next chapter is there's going to be times where you feel like you're stuck or better yet that you've taken like 30 million steps backwards while you're trying to blaze this new trail or even just take the first step into your new chapter. I can't tell you how many times I felt that like it's almost like the feeling of being lost except for for me it's like gosh, I feel like I was so on top of the world yesterday. And today I feel like I'm at the very beginning of the last chapter. (laughs) Like what in the world happened overnight? What happened in my sleep? Just ridiculous, right? I think in that moment, when I started to have those feelings, I had to acknowledge the distance that I've walked and the resistance that I've pushed through. I was actually on a call with my therapist, um, the person that's been coaching me through my securely attached to me program. And she was, I was telling her more about the situation and where I'm at and, you know, just how I was feeling, just basically an update on life. And she was like, Kayla, I know right now that you feel really low, but I just want to acknowledge this, that I am so proud of you just hearing you speak and what you're speaking about. Like you have come so far in just a month. Like, not even to, you know, talk about the previous months, right? Just in this month alone, since this situation happened, your ability to heal and self-soothe and to look at this with the right perspective and manage the situation in such a graceful way, like, can you talk about how you feel like you've changed? Like, she put it back on me. Like, she acknowledged it and opened up the door. But then I went and had to acknowledge myself and I realized, like, holy crap, Again, it's so hard sometimes when you feel so low and you feel lost or you feel like you've taken steps backwards to acknowledge how far you've gone because you feel like you're back at the starting point, but you're not. In fact, I feel like you're at the top of a brand new mountain where you're like, whoa, I've already walked through this. I know how I can walk through this a little bit better. 
and look at everything that I've done to make me stronger. And I think this also brings back up the point too that these situations, these triggers, these wounds, whatever it is that you have walked through in your past, they don't go away. As much as I wish that they did, and God, do I wish that they freaking did, especially with this particular scenario, they don't. But I had every opportunity to either face it and walk through it to become better or to not. And so I went back and acknowledged every single time that I was hurt and I felt stuck and I felt lost and lonely and whatever it is I was feeling. And I congratulated myself for how I pushed through every single moment of resistance. Also know this too. If you feel like you haven't taken steps backwards or you haven't pushed through resistance, you probably aren't changing. You probably are not facing your fear. And I can promise you, if you actually want to make it into the next chapter and the chapters to come, you're going to have to do that in so many different ways and capacities. So this is a gut check moment for you too. If you haven't felt resistance as of lately, or if you're feeling resistance now, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Resistance does not mean that there's something wrong with you or that the universe is picking on you. Resistance truly just means that you are actually choosing to face what you need to face to become better. That is like one of the most important things that I've learned on top of a million other important things that I've learned, but that is up there. So take your resistance and run with it. Like freaking run into it or because it's fall, leap into it like it's a pile of leaves. And yes, it might hurt. It might feel good. You might land on the floor, but you're going to get back up. I can promise you that. And you're going to get up with so much perspective. And I hope that you use that perspective to acknowledge the fact that you jumped into the leaves or you ran with it in the first place because it really is important. Okay. Uh, The next thing that I want to mention, and it goes such, it goes so well along the lines of what I was just speaking with, which is remembering why you are worth it. I, uh, when I got off that therapy call that I mentioned uh, a little while ago, I went on a run. And so I went to one of my favorite parks and it's just like this slow incline up this mountain, one of the foothills. And it is, it's kind of deathly. I'm not even going to lie. It's super sneaky, but I love it you know, obviously for fitness reasons, but also for mental reasons, even though I'm like, holy crap, I don't know that I can do this. And so I took the long route where I ran down the hill to get my momentum, start to feel good, right? Warm up. And then I started to go up like slowly through the switchback. And I swear it was like two miles up. And I was like, just one more step, just one more step. I was running this and I didn't care if I was running really fast. I didn't care if I was running really slow. I was picking up my feet and I was just telling myself one more step. Okay, get to that, get to that weird plant over there, get to that tree over there. And I really didn't think that I was going to make it. And I saw, you know, switch back. I was like, okay, just make it to that switch back. And when I got there, I just kept going and I kept going and the confidence just kept building. And by the time that I made it to the very top, I just stopped And I like looked at the top and I just had this moment where I pulled out my phone, which I usually never do on my runs, but I needed to do this. And I opened up a note and I wrote down all of the reasons why I love myself. I know that that sounds maybe weird or egotistical or like just foreign because a lot of us, I think that listen to this podcast really struggle to talk in those ways and to do activities like this, but it felt so right after just tackling this run. And knowing what I've just freaking went through, that writing down all the reasons that I love myself, I was like, I just, I, I need this. And I wrote down this list that brought such happy tears, like good 
feeling tears and goosebumps that I haven't been able to feel in the last month while I've been trudging through this. And it just made me realize that like that last run was really hard, but I could count on myself. And nonetheless, when it felt like it got even harder or when I didn't know that I'd make it to the top, I sat here and I whipped out these reasons as to why I'm worth it and why I love myself. And it helped me remember why I'm doing this, why I continue to fight, why I continue to climb, not just with love and relationships and whatever goes on in my life, but just everything, right? And that rest of the run that I had, I mean, granted, it was the downhill, so it was a lot easier than the uphill, but I was flying and I just had so much joy and energy and just, I was just happy. It was just really nice to be happy after so many days of just being like, oh my God, like when is this crap going to end in my head? It's so frustrating. So all of that to say is that sometimes you need to go and like kick your teeth in a little bit and then pull out the reasons and remember why you're worth it because pairing those two things not only shows you that you can and you will, but the reasons to confirm why you're doing it in the first place. And that's a moment now that I'm going to truly remember for a while, especially as I take these next few steps, which I'll talk about. Um, The next thing that I want to mention after this is you should know this. And I mentioned this last week when I talked about the feelings of being lonely. It's the fact that you don't have to write this chapter and walk through this next chapter alone. You don't. But on the flip side of that, because I want this to be about you selfishly, Please know that the people that were a part of this last chapter that you're starting to, you know, close the book on, they might not follow you into this next chapter. And that is okay. (laughs) Like that right now is one of my biggest fears and anxieties about this chapter that I'm currently closing is like, oh, I hope that there's certain people that continue to walk through it with me. However, like, at the end of the day, I can't set any expectations on that. I really cannot. All I can do is set standards for myself to show up as a certain individual and to live life to the fullest, experiencing all the range of emotions and do the best that I can with what I have. And that's it for this next chapter. And I bring this up because this morning I was talking to one of my personal training clients about this, but she asked me a question about what to do when push comes to shove. So she went to a Halloween party over the weekend or just a gathering of some sort. And she has specific guidelines as far as like, I'm dairy free, I'm gluten free. I don't like to eat, you know, things that come from plastics and, you know, just whatever, right? It's, it was her specific guidelines. And the last few like outings that she's been through or been to, it has really tested her, like really, really, really tested her. Um, in continuing to stick to those not because she doesn't want to stick to them for her but she's afraid of how she's going to be judged and all these people that are friends and family and like how are they going to look down on her and I told her I was like you know there's a couple different choices you can make here but I think the biggest thing is is that you have to stay true to you and recognize that if they get upset if they get frustrated if they talk behind your back whatever it is that people tend to do Know that it has everything to do with them and their insecurity and has nothing to do with you and your decision whatsoever. Because if it was me, right, I would be like, sure, like, I don't care what you do. Like, make yourself at home, whatever it is that makes you feel comfortable, because that's the kind of person that I am. And that's also the next point to make 
it's because her and I are in the same circle. We are in the same sort of level up together. We are navigating this very similar chapters together as far as how we navigate our health and our wellness. And so that's what I told her. I was like, you have to be okay with A, people feeling that way, and B, some of those people not following you into this next chapter of your life. And it was kind of a really interesting, not super emotional, but it was a moment. And so I want to share that with you guys just to reiterate the story that it's okay if people don't come with you. And it's also okay to still be thankful that that you were that they were a part of your last chapter. Like I think that's probably the bigger of the things is like for this individual that I partly hope comes with me into this next chapter, I'm not going to be frustrated and bitter and upset whether or not this individual chooses that they want to be a part of this next chapter. I'm not going to be bitter and frustrated about the memories that we made and all of the amazing things that we got to do together. I'm just going to be freaking th- like thankful that I got to experience those high moments because those moments meant something to me, right? And just know that like this person's not there yet. They are not on my same level. They are not in my same vibration. And by only staying in this chapter or hoping and trying to beg them to come into this next chapter with me, I'm going nowhere. I'm only devaluing my worth. But by gracefully putting that nice period dot on that chapter and turning towards the new one, then I'm going to let in the people that are supposed to be walking alongside it with me and writing those stories with me. And this is where um, probably the hardest one is going to come. One of the last things that I want to mention is that you have to shut the door for good. Like when I was talking to my therapist around this, I was like, the reason why I feel like I haven't been able to fully heal is because this door is still slightly open and it's in the gray area. And part of me doesn't want to shut it because I want this person to fight to be in my life. Um, You know, that that feeling of hope, like maybe one day they'll come back, sort of feels good in a weird, toxic way. But also, like, I'm afraid to shut the door because what's going to come after it, I don't know. Like, to be like, did I make the right decision? Am I going to have another mental breakdown? Like, that's, that's scary. But I know that if I really want to heal and if I really want to let in what's supposed to come for me, I have to shut that door and I can't look back. And so one of the things that I did over the weekend with my mom, which is the the reel that I posted for today to advertise the podcast, is I saw this idea where a woman basically journaled all over a pumpkin and it was like called a goodbye pumpkin. And I just wrote anything and everything on it that I did not want to take with me into the next chapter. All of the doubts, all of the worries, all of these negative feelings, like whatever it is that I wanted to smash, I put it on that pumpkin. And I took a sledgehammer and the pumpkin out to the field and I freaking ripped on it. (laughs) And it was awesome. Like, talk about a great cathartic way to (laughs) let out some anger Uh, or just let out what you need to let out. So that was one of my ways of shutting the door of like, no, like, I know that these ti- these things from time to time will come into my awareness, but that physical act of smushing every single part of that pumpkin that I possibly could, like that representation to me is going to allow for me to be like, nope, this is not a part of my life anymore. I'm looking the other way. Thank you for that cute thought, but I'm going this way. That That's going to, I think, be a lot easier for me. Um, and the other thing too is whatever that door is or f- whatever that activity is for you to shut the door you got to set a date and do it. Like I have a date to reach out to this individual and to officially 
like get the clarity that I need. I don't even want to say closure because I don't think that we really actually ever get closure. Um, the only closure that you actually get is with yourself and within your mind and you're choosing again to shut the door and to move on and to see what else is out there. Uh, but just to gain some clarity so that I can take the next best steps for me. So set the date for the conversation. Um, and you're, if you're worried about having the conversation, if you are struggling kind of like I am, like that date is very fastly approaching um, and I'm having anxiety to think about, you know, when I initiate that conversation, like part of me feels a little paralyzed even talking about it right now, but I'm going to journal out what this means to me. And by doing this, what's going to come? And also, what's the worst case scenario? What's the reason that I'm doing this? Like, get it all out onto paper and bring my nervous system back down into a calm state so that no matter what comes back my way, that I'm in a calm state to actually respond to it in a really good, productive, healthy way. Um, So all of this to say that no matter what, And I think that this is the one that is really important to end with is that as you step into your next chapter, please do not forget to show up as the person who can attract the wonderful things that you're hoping to write in your book. This is a great opportunity to reflect and think about the things that you want, whether it's for the month of November, whether it's for the rest of this year, the next couple of years, your life vision, really getting clear on what it is that you want and then thinking about, okay, How do I need to show up in order to attract those things to my life? How do I need to talk to myself? How do I need to treat myself? How do I need to take care of myself? Like, this is such a great opportunity to, like, put a bow on everything so that even though the most uncontrollable things are going to come into your chapter that you don't even know that you're freaking going to write one day, the thing that you can control is how you show up. And if you can control how you show up, you can better react and manage for the things that are uncontrollable. So... That's what I have for you today. And if you are scared to step into this next chapter just as much as I am, A, know that you're not alone. And B, know that, again, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Without this sort of resistance and fear in our life, we wouldn't be fully living and we wouldn't be actually tapping into the potential that we have for ourselves. So be grateful for all of the things that the last chapter brought you, good or bad. Be grateful and thankful for every single smile, laugh, tear that came into your life, gracefully and confidently close that chapter and take that step with me, scared shitless or not, because we know that this next chapter is truly going to change our life for the better. Thank you guys so much for showing up for you today. And I really do hope that this episode impacted yourself. I also want to thank you guys so much for sharing the episode. Last week, I heard like 10 different stories from clients and friends and family of how they shared with their entire company, like this one podcast episode. And so the words getting around and it has nothing to do with me trying to like build this podcast into, you know, top 5% podcast this just has everything to do with getting the right messages out to the right people so if you feel like this is something that someone that you love or care about needs to hear please don't hesitate to share it or to share it on social media in some capacity but until then you guys walk confidently as much as you possibly can do it scared shitless as you approach this next chapter know that you are not alone and i will see you guys next week for another episode of taco about a tuesday see you then